I'm Kristen Hetzel, vacation planner, world traveler, Disney foodie, and theme park fan. I'm Al John Go. I'm the husband who's also Disney, Star Wars, and Marvel Comics fan. And together, we host a Disney List podcast. Every week, you'll hear us list our favorite things about Disney theme parks, films, shows, travel, Marvel, and Star Wars in a top 10 list, rankings, and more. That's an impressive list. Subscribe to the Disney List podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast platform. You can even stream us on Source Radio at srsounds.com and check out our live shows on Facebook, the Disney List podcast. Visit thedisneylist.com. This is Kat from Dining at Disney, and I'm here with Kristen. Kristen, tell us about some travel deals. Right now, if you want to travel over to Disneyland, you can do so. They've got a deal where you can save up to 25% off on select stays of four nights or longer. And that, of course, includes Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, Disneyland Hotel, and Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. And this is going to be for travel dates now through September 29th. So you have to book by September 22nd and travel must be completed by September 30th. And Kristen, where can people contact you to book these incredible vacations? At themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Producer Al John here with today's sponsor of the Dining at Disney podcast. We use the Shore MV7 podcast microphone bundle. And thank you to Shore for sponsoring this episode. This microphone is inspired by the legendary SM7B that I used in radio for many, many years. And this MB7 dynamic microphone will be used both with USB and XLR outputs for use with computers and professional interfaces, just like Kat is showing you here on the video. So you can connect via USB, explore additional setup features using XLR outputs, the auto level mode, and the Shore Plus Motif app for all your smart devices as well as your PC or Mac. So you can control your vocal tone as well as all these great tones and compression from your mic. You can use auto level mode, which makes your conference calls sound much more magical. Let the mic do the work for you and pick up the MB7 podcast microphone and the bundle that includes an awesome stand. Check it out at our link in our show notes for sure. S-H-U-R-E dot com. And also our friends at Gator Frameworks, stands and accessories for podcasters, content creators, music, lighting, and AV equipment. Up your game and have fun with these awesome studio furniture quality stands and desks. Check them out at GatorFrameworks.com. From the Gator Framework Studio in Music City, it's the Dining at Disney Podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together all walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast with your hosts, Kristen Hetzel, Bubba Alvarez, and Kat Arcori. Welcome to the Dining at Disney Podcast. I am Kristen, Disney park enthusiast, foodie, and travel expert. And I'm Al John. I'm a podcaster. Is also, and you see, you see I'm not producer. used to I'm producer Al John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pop culturist, Marvel, Disney, and Star Wars fan. I thought Cat might be going first, but you're right. I'm playing the role of the uh, Bubba today. So there that's why I was taken off guard because I, to- I normally don't talk. And she's like, oh, are you going to take over for Bubba today? And I said, sure, I will. And then I realized, oh, yeah, that's my line. <laughs> 
Reading is hard. Phonics are fundamental. And I'm Kat, experiential producer, currently come to you, coming to you from the top of my depression pile of clothes. Welcome to the show. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and click that notification bell. So, Kat, you want to talk about what we're talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course I do. Uh, we're going to talk about themed dining and you might say that all dining at disney world is themed you'd be wrong these are the most exceptional themed restaurants in our opinion you know if we think are wrong we're wrong come at us in the comments um the ones that we think hold the highest esteem for us in our experience things we love things we love to eat well themed that's all i have is that everything that's That's everything everything. experiential okay right I think yes. because there are so many choices that we should leave out the bars and lounges. Agreed. We could, I mean, that's a whole other show. Mm. Um, and just yes. stick with restaurants. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times people like include like the bars and the lounges and that as well. But I feel like things- there's just too much, there's too many, like we could be here all night talking about our favorites then. So. That's true. That's true. And you know, there's there's so many, and we have to we ha- need to keep having shows. So that will be another day. <laughs> oh yes. Okay. Be another day. It's coming. Hmm. You should go first. I should go first. Okay. <laughs> Unless you're having a panic moment, then I'll go first. Off the top of my head, I am going to go with. One of them being Hoop Dee Doo Musical Review. Ooh. Okay. All right. Because you have that whole frontier theater environment. Yes. Which is very cool. You have a stage show, which, I mean, it's so much fun. And then the food goes well with that. Which, mm-hmm. overall, Disney does a great job with the food going with the theming of the place. So you have the really cool frontier environment and then your food being ribs and chicken and, you know, barbecue beans. Got your cornbread. I mean, it's so American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's delicious, entertaining, and just overall great theming for the restaurant. Definitely. Definitely. Alton, do you want to go next? Oh, of course. I'm going to say be our guest. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can you not talk about the castle at be our guest and not feel like you're going into the actual animated classic? You walk in. Well, actually, let's start first. Before you walk in, you have the entire theming as you enter the castle, of course, it's the force perspective. You look at it from far away. You're immediately drawn to it there in New Fantasyland. You go in. It looks like the castle. You have this nice bridge, and then you walk in, and you're greeted by the everything you see in the film, from mm-hmm. the knights and the armor all the way to the big grand ballroom. You've got the West Wing. You've got the library. I mean, the list goes on and on. It looks exactly as it should if you remember the film. Uh, everything about it looks amazing and the colors are so dynamic. The special effects in the West wing are amazing. And of course, as you sit in the grand ballroom, 
there's weather changes and season changes and all kinds of really cool things that happen. So you feel like you're being immersed in the film, not to mention the great food, the menu offerings, the gray stuff. It's delicious. Okay. So uh, don't believe me. You can ask the dishes. Thank you. I set it up and you pull them down just like that. So 100% be our guest restaurant should be on the list because everything is great. And the servers too. Let's not forget the staff. I mean, the staff is Mm -hmm. exactly uh, dressed in period. uh, And I say period very loosely because you know, it's an interpretation. (laughs) (laughs) So just like everything else in there, because we know that it's, it's fiction, but it's good. It's fun. Truth. Yes. Okay. Cat. So I haven't done it yet, but if I had done it, I'd probably be picking something on the space, the star Wars, a star Wars. Yes. The star Wars cruiser and galactic cruiser, whatever it is. But since I didn't do that, I'm going to choose space <laughs> 220 as my first choice because it's the closest thing in space. I, I feel really good about space right now. <laughs> um, when you enter it's over there in future world first off to begin with which is not future world anymore right it's something else now it's a whole bunch of different pieces yeah yeah whatever it's uh right there by mission space so you're already like in the futuristic spacey mood and then you go in you do the whole elevator to 220 miles above the earth which is really unsettling but also very cool and you walk into the spinning gardens which are super fun and then, of course, you walk into the dining room and you see the almost 360 degree screens broadcasting space with their astronauts and their spaceships and their shooting stars and satellites, what have you. It's really cool in there. And then on top of that, all of the food looks spacey, futuristic, like tiny art pieces for you to eat. And it's all delicious. So, yeah, Space 220, I'm going to choose... We had a really good experience there. It's like an echo chamber, like how I would imagine it would be if I was like in Space Odyssey 2001 and Hal was yelling at me. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how I feel like it would sound in there. So That's it's, not it's right, good. Kat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's my impersonation of Hal. It's good. It's, okay. it's good. All right. Uh, yeah, so I enjoy it. They, you know, they have down to calling their different courses, the liftoffs and the star course and what have you. They, they took a great care in naming their dishes and great care in the theming of the restaurant. And even down to the silverware, which looks a little futuristic, it's like black metallic silverware, which is kind of cool. That's the the theme and entertainment nerd in me. Who's like, look at this plate. (laughs) Um, that's, that's where we're at. So, yeah, Space 220, that's going to be my first pick over at Epcot. Okay, so I'm going to now head over to Magic Kingdom. And the first thing that always comes to your mind when you think of Magic Kingdom is the castle. Mm-hmm. And in the castle, you have Cinderella's Royal Table. Uh, currently, it's not doing the... Um, Character dining? The character dining. So, you, you know, mm-hmm. you can't meet your princesses and all. But this restaurant is beautiful inside. And they did a really good job of trying to pull those pieces from the European castles to make it look, you know, like you're inside an actual castle. Mm-hmm. With, you've got the uh, 
family crests and things like that throughout the the restaurant. Um, And then for your dishes, of course, Cinderella, you've got a Jacques and a Gus cheesecake for dessert or a coffee pots de creme. Um, Your entrees include things like the magic carpet ride, Aladdin. So there's, you know, the, even the dishes have names, have nods to some of your princesses. But I really do like the decor of it. It's a beautiful restaurant. And if you're never going to get a chance to actually visit a castle in real life, since in the U.S. we don't actually have castles here, mm-hmm. that you can... Get an idea of what it would be like inside a castle by going to Cinderella's. Yeah. And what what little girl doesn't want to go and dine inside the castle? Or a little boy, honestly. Yeah. You grow it could be a little, little night. You grow, you grow up watching these films and then you, you step inside. You're like, wow, this is super cool. I know I, know I felt that way as an adult. And you have the stained glass windows, which are always pretty. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Okay. What is yours? Your next one, Al John. So uh, I'm going back to Coral Reef. I seem to talk about this <laughs> a lot, but, you know, it, it does it look a little dated? Yeah, maybe. Okay. But in terms of the theming, it fits. You know, you're in the seas over there at Epcot. You're exploring the water. You're there with 2,000 amazing sea creatures in this huge, huge tank. And so you get to see them take care of the the marina life. You get to sit and you get to watch all the great life go by, whether it's a, a ray or a, you know, a shark or all these tropical fish. Like, it's just an amazing view. And the food is great, too. I mean, I've never been disappointed at any meal or service at at Coral Reef. So I think it's just really great. And so, you know, people can go in there and it's casual, but it's it's pretty nice. The atmosphere is nice and dark. So it's great for everybody from the family who will really like all the different things they can look and see as they eat. But And there's a fish guide, too, so you can kind of be on the lookout for that. So there's a little education value there for the kiddos and yourself. But, um, you know, the the food and the menu is not bad at all. And, of course, would you want to try, you know, some of the fish? Well, sure. You can do surf and turf, but uh, you can always get the mahi-mahi or the salmon. That's always a lot of fun. And they also have just a wide variety of cocktails, et cetera, there, too. So, you know, food is great. Service is great for me anyway, but the theming, I think it suits that restaurant. It's perfect. Cool. Cat. My next pick is going to be the Hollywood Brown Derby. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I um, tend to talk about film history a lot, all the time, <laughs> every day, every second. Um, I don't know if you heard that before about me, but there's a little restaurant in New York called Sardi's. And there used to be a little restaurant in Los Angeles called the Hollywood Brown Derby that doesn't exist anymore. And those two restaurants, both are very famous for having portraits of stars and starlets from across decades, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, all have drawn caricature portraits up on the wall of them. 
And uh, if you've seen The Muppets Take Manhattan, yes. it's in there. We love The Muppets. So good. Uh, and I love The Brown Derby because there will always be a small part of me who is just absolute trash for her, an old school steakhouse, like a little rat pack, red leather booth steakhouse. And this takes that to the next level, in my opinion, because it combines it with not only my love for old Hollywood, but also just my love for lore and the lore of Hollywood and the way that we imagine it, even though the way that it actually was, was kind of garbage and terrifying and horrible to women. Um, but <laughs> you're right. If you put if you put that all aside, you can have a delicious salad surrounded by some incredible artwork and think about the way that movies used to be made, because now we can't go on the great movie ride to think about how movies used to be made. But you can sit in that booth at the Hollywood Brown Derby and imagine Frank Sinatra and Walt Disney and Gene Kelly and Judy Garland drinking dry martinis together, laughing about the good times. And if that's not a themed experience. I don't know what is. And the food is phenomenal. The food is just so good. Yes, it is. Yeah. And consistent. Truth. So the next one on my list is not going to surprise anyone. <laughs> <laughs> it wait, is going. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Is it the beer garden? Oh, Yay! And Kat's the winner. Uh, oh I never God. win anything. This is the best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> Putting the fact that I enjoy the food aside, it's a, it's a very cool atmosphere place. They have, it, it really is set up when you go inside as if you were in, in an outdoor beer garden in Germany. So it has the long tables, I don't know how they're seating people now, but uh, um, pre-pandemic, you would sit at a table with complete strangers, just like you would if you were in Germany at a beer garden. And we've met all kinds of people while mm -hmm. we were there. Strangely enough, at one time, met people who were from where I originally lived and knew somebody that I knew growing up, which was really like My what are the chances there, you yeah. know that's crazy yeah, yeah it is um they've got music they've got a german band there that's playing you know the the traditional beer garden style music so you've got an oompa band there you go you know it uh they bring out the big uh oh what's the name of the horn uh, i always talk about ricola <laughs> And then I, my you, brain says didgeridoo. I know that's not right. No, that's that is not right. That's not right. <laughs> and then you also have the cowbells, which is one of my favorite things. The guy with the cowbells and how fast he can play those. And the glockenspiel. Mm -hmm. And it's set up that it actually looks like the, because it's indoors, looks like you're outside with I the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And you see the different different flags that you would find of different families in the Bavarian region. So it's a, it's really cool. And you can get the giant liter beers like you would drink in Bavaria um, because they don't drink little beers there. They drink the big beers <laughs> and you've got your typical beer garden fair, your spatzel, schnitzel, um, sausages, sauerkraut, noodle, uh, noodle gratin and, 
But the theming, but the theming is so good. Yes, the theming is so good. good. It's great that the menu actually is as good as the theming. Mm -hmm. So. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) I promise my next one won't be such an obvious choice for me. Well, I think a lot of these are pretty obvious, you know. Yes. Um, (laughs) So here we are at Disney's Hollywood Studios again. Of course. Because one of my favorites of all time is 50s primetime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you go and you think about, you know, eating in mom and dad's, you know, old school 1950s kitchen and you have, you know, the, all the, the kitsch that comes along with that, the big fork and spoon hanging on the wall, you've got the tile on the floor and then you have the, the, the type of 50s uh, as it is. It's the primetime cafe. So there's a lot of, uh, TV references to the golden age of television there, which is amazing. I know we're not supposed to talk about the bar, but the bar folks, I mean, is amazing. But the great thing about it is, is everything is authentic from the food and the menu. My favorite being uh, the uh, meatloaf. I mean, can't beat it. I mean, that is some awesome meatloaf. It's probably, probably one of my favorite meatloafs there. Plus the chicken, the fried chicken is off the chain. So if you really want to get like the American comfort food of the fifties, uh, that isn't served in a, a tin, you know, in a tin, like, you know, because it is, you know, the, the TV dinner age, yes. uh, go to the prime time because it's amazing. I definitely suggest getting the meatloaf. That's my favorite, but we all know that Kristen and I love the onion rings mm-hmm. with a little bit of barbecue mm-hmm. sauce and ranch. And then I will also suggest the PB&J shake. You can get that alcohol or without alcohol, and you can actually yes. get one to go. I like so. their wedge salad, uh, mm-hmm. sans blue cheese. I, I absolutely love that. But with blue cheese for you. Yes, blue cheese for me. So uh, once again, good stuff there, and I love the theming and the menu. So that plus the staff and their dress like, all right, we're looking for the kids that we're looking for these kids. You know, this is the party. It's like, it's time to eat, you know, do this. And it's just wonderful. And they can be snarky and sarcastic, but all in good flavored fun. So definitely check out fifties prime time. Cause you're dining with your cousins. That's right. <laughs> you're dining with your cousins for sure. What's your next one? Love it. Um, Let's go to Disney Springs. My next one is going to be the Edison. Oh, oh, very nice. Nice choice. Which falls into a bar as well, I know, but they have a great theme. Um, the Edison is, of course, an electric company themed uh, for Thomas Edison. Uh, and it's really cool. The outside looks like a conductor and the inside is all welded 1920s prohibition era dark metals and they have live jazz music and burlesque and cabaret and it's really really cool in there there's also an edison here in los angeles um it's not nearly as big it's not nearly as nice so i prefer the one in orlando if you couldn't tell (laughs) Um, also the one here does not serve like entree style food they they don't have bar food there it's only drinks so it's nice to be able to go to the edison at disney springs and have appetizers and a drink while you watch the jazz band play because they always have an amazing jazz band um playing there live uh 
that's another thing that I'm a sucker for is that prohibition era of design and art deco. So when you go into that and you see all the gears and the the wire works and the electric sparking Tesla coil type things, yes. it, it really gives you that, um, yeah, that it's feel industrial. of that time period. Yeah. It's I very industrial, industrial. It's very art deco. It's very, um, steampunk. Yeah. Yeah, it gives you all those vibes. And then, you know, you can order an absinthe drink if you really want to. Have a, we'll visit from the Green Fairy and pretend that you're Daisy and Greg Gatsby and whoever and, you know, do the Charleston. It's great. I like it there a lot. <laughs> and they have wonderful themed events there also. So they are leaning into that themed entertainment portion of their restaurant. And I think they're doing a great job. I love and then watching, also you yeah. can like, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I love watching bands perform there. Oh, yes, definitely. So good. Definitely. The sound system is amazing. And I love the fact that it's two floors. So you could pop on Mm -hmm. and then get a really nice bird's eye view. And that amazing centerpiece of the restaurant, that uh, that industrial clock is just amazing. Such a great piece. Oh, yeah. I've never done it because I've never been to Orlando for New Year's. But their New Year's parties always look incredible. Uh Uh-huh. Like that Gatsby style New Year's debauchery party. It looks incredible. And that's something I'd love to be able to do. I probably won't get to there, maybe here, if I become a sociable person, which probably won't happen either. But oh, come on. Um, <laughs> we could put it on <laughs> our path nine. List. What's that? <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Edison at Disney Springs. That's my, my third choice. Love it. Okay, so my next choice, I am going to stick with Disney Springs in the landing, and it is going to be Raglan Road Irish Pub and Restaurant. Mm. Because you have dishes that are very authentically Irish, as the restaurant was created by an Irishman. And then on top of that, it has that whole environment the beers and the drinks on the menu are very Irish. You have the Irish dancers, the live bands there. Many of them come from Ireland or somewhere else in the UK that are performing. Um, and the great thing is you can sit inside. They also have the outside patio area area where you can eat and drink and they've got music, uh, just as a whole, everything is so Irish that if you like that kind of music and you're looking for fun time, a place that you could actually easily, you could easily spend like three, four hours eating, drinking, and socializing with friends and having just a good time. And they've just done a great job in that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um and gosh, I'm drawing a blank because I know some of the chairs have names on them. Yeah. yeah um, they are. Oh, like people of people or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Of, of, oh my gosh. Why am I drawing a blank on whose names are on some of the chairs? Well, anyway. Yeah. I know. I know what you're talking about. But, mm-hmm. um, and I think those are, I guess they call them founders. Is that what they call them? The chairs? Anyway. I don't know. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. They do that at the Saddle Ranch here. Yeah, yeah. They, there's a lot of places they. they I'm gonna, gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. We have to look it up. 
Yep, because mm-hmm. I know I've got pictures of some of the chairs. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it. But they it's have something you don't really note it. Like you have to walk. It's it's the bar in the far back that isn't always being used. Mm-hmm. But there's the bar chairs. Some of them have names on the back of yep. them. Little, cool. And I just plates. happened to notice that like walking by one day, I was like, oh, there's a nameplate on that. And then that. they explained it to us and then we forgot. <laughs> just fine. It's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll look it up. We're back, I guess, since we're here at Disney Springs, I'm just going to go ahead and point out another obvious choice. Um, one of our favorites must do. Wait, no, because that's, that's not considered a restaurant. Really? No, that goes in another show. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, boo-hoo on you. Well, I Did guess we're going to say, no, no, no. I, I chose poorly because they have, they have food there. They do have food, but that's not its primary purpose. Its primary well, purpose is in the name. Oh, okay. Bar. Well, that's fine. We don't have to. <laughs> well, that, that's fine. I'm so sorry. I'm, gonna, that, I'm well, ruining your fun. You're ruining my fun, but that's okay <laughs> because I'm going to go back to, what am I going to go back to? I'm going to go back to, can I, can I talk about this? Can I talk about that or no? Yeah, because it's a restaurant. Okay, so we're going to go to Enzo's Hideaway <laughs> uh, in Disney Springs. And you want to look at, mm. um, you know, kind of on par with what Kat said about the Edison. This is definitely that Prohibition-style restaurant, which is in Disney Springs. It's located right underneath um, Marie and Enzo's, which to me is a great-looking restaurant. It's just... It scores very poorly in terms of food, but Enzo's yeah. Hideaway, for whatever reason, is wonderful all the way through. I don't know why that's the case, but here we are. So Prohibition Cocktails, of course, great, great dining. The speakeasy vibe of the 20s is all there. Plus, you get all the great food uh, and then some. So if you want to uh, really dine at like a Prohibition speakeasy style restaurant, which, by the way, we used to play... My band used to play at one of these type of places called, um, um, what was the name of that (laughs) That place we used to play um, in downtown Nashville all the time on 2nd Avenue. Now I'm having a total brain freeze on Windows on the Cumberland. Nope. No? Nope. nope. It was, um, but anyway, it was just like that. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I had it on the tip of my tongue, but it's where we would would play um, anyway. The spot? Nope. That is uh, on Second Avenue. I don't know. But anyway, is we it would like play a there. It's a speakeasy. Yes, it's um, yeah. ah, it's been it's been a long time since 2003 that we the last time we played Ooh. there. But anyway, um, <laughs> wonderful food, great theming. So there you go. Love it. Where are we at now, Kristen uh, or Kat? Cat. Uh, I think this is going to be my last one. I chose Sci-Fi Dine-In at Hollywood Studios as my last one. Mm-hmm. Um, they changed their menu a lot, so I can't have a lot of things there anymore, but I'd go there just to drink a milkshake and sit in the dumb car because I love the drive-in. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys... This is not a plug because we don't get sponsored by anyone, but if you guys subscribe to Paramount Plus, yes, um, <laughs> they put... Paramount Plus put like all the 50s pulp movies on there like attack of the 50 foot woman (gasps) and like the ants and a whole bunch of other things so i've been watching like 50s pulp movies in my spare time so sci-fi dine-in 
theater is great because you sit in your little car and you eat and you watch this screen, which shows you the best of appropriate 50s pulp style movies. Attack of the Body Snatchers, The Blob. blob. Everybody loves The Blob. We love The Blob. Um, What else? Ants, The Fly, I think is one of them. Mm -hmm. And then um, if you don't, yeah, yeah. And then if you don't want to sit in the car, you can sit at like a picnic style table. So it really is like going to the drive-in only you're inside and you sit at the picnic table with the little umbrella on the plastic bench and you eat your burger <laughs> or whatever and watch the films. And I, I love it also because when you walk in, it's like you're walking onto a soundstage. Yes. So you walk through the backstage, the quote unquote backstage portion to get to the quote unquote set which is the restaurant. And I love being someone who works in that industry and have a love for that style of film. Uh, being in there is very nostalgic to me and I it makes me really happy. Even if the food's not good, it doesn't matter because the experience is so like enveloping the whole time. It, it feels like you're taking a step back to like Danny and Sandy from Greece are fighting in the car next to you. And she's going to leave him at the drive-in any second while you eat your French fries and drink your milkshake. It's great. But Sandy. (laughs) No. So, yeah, I like like the sci-fi dine-in. I think it's great. I think it's fun for adults who have some film buff in them and for kids who maybe could grow into film buffs like me because, you know, how well-adjusted I turned out. But, (laughs) you know. It's great. It's great. It's fun. Hollywood Studios, getting out of the sun into the inside somewhere that's freezing cold like a soundstage usually is. Just icing on the cake. Love it. Okay, so I am going to go with La Cellier. It is actually themed after a restaurant that is in Canada, it is a chateau. It because uh, I actually walked past the restaurant when I was there, and it's in uh, Quebec. There they have go. a La Cellier, and this was was inspired by by that restaurant there. And it does look like a wine cellar underground. You have those really warm, rich colors uh, along with the stones. Um, mm-hmm. you know, stone arches and everything in the restaurant. Fantastic steaks. I mean, it's it's a it's a great restaurant and beautiful, and they did a really good job. Even the beers, they've got some fantastic, um, mm-hmm. especially if you're looking for high gravity beers. There's one that is my favorite, and the first time I ever had it was actually at this restaurant, and it's something I always have to get when I'm there. And it is the uh Trois Pistoles mm-hmm. beer. It is really, really good. Um, again, like I said, it's a higher gravity beer, but it has a really good flavor to it and goes really well with the steaks. So if you're looking for something, it's a, I think a great place if you're looking for a, a romantic dinner. Cool. Love it. You want me to do one more? You can, can do, do one, one more? more. Sure. All right. So I'm going to go with uh, San Angel restaurant back over at Epcot Mm -hmm. and it's over in the Mexico pavilion. It's modeled after a 17th century hacienda at the base of a Mayan ruin. So, um, theming is great. Um, 
I understand that the food has been kicked up a notch, which mm-hmm. is good, which is really good. But once again, if you are into it, you want to check it out. You've got the twilight setting, of course. You also have the attraction there for the rivers of time. It's not that anymore. It's the three caballeros. <laughs> but um, I just want to say that, you know, the rivers of time, the real del tiempo. But uh, you have that romantic kind of vibe, which is great. They have great chicken and fish entrees, chipotle pepper and chocolatey mole and green tomato and a lot of... Uh, I say green tomato, it's green tomatillo. And then, of course, they have their um, their noteworthy cheesecake and caramel sauce. Mm. So um, those are just some things you can definitely check out there for sure. Get the taste of Mexico. And I really like, I love the, the setting there because much like um, Beer Garden, where you mm-hmm. go outside and you can see the sky and everything. You can do the same there at this restaurant because you sit there at the base of the Mayan ruins with the river running through it and you can see the sky and it's definitely got that kind of, you know, nighttime vibe. The sun is setting. You can see the volcano in the background kind of erupting, which is super great. So great mm-hmm. place for everyone, including the kids, but definitely if you want to get that vibe um, for theming, St. Angel, go ahead and do it. I feel like Epcot has a lot of great restaurants when it comes to theming because you do have all the countries. And since, you know, in a a way it was kind of set up to be like a way to market travel to those countries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot of authenticity brought to the decor and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And to encourage people to travel to those places. So I, yeah. I think you find a lot of, of fantastic theming for that reason when it comes to the restaurants, especially in the World Showcase. Oh, yeah. And we mm-hmm. didn't even get to talk about, you know, the resorts or Animal Kingdom or anything like that, really, other than, you know, what we talked about. But, but there's, there's so I many. Mean, yeah, there is so many. Like, Sanaa, where else are you going to to dine and look out the window at animals on a savannah mm-hmm. truth yeah exactly and i was surprised cat that you did not have rose and crown on your list i feel like i've talked about rose and crown like the last four shows <laughs> so i made a conscious effort to shut up about rose and crown <laughs> next time though we'll be back yeah and we didn't even we didn't even talk about the um the skipper canteen either no you know no we did not which that is one's also, really good too it's a lot of fun you know, so I'm sure we, this show is just probably part one of another series we could do like more. Well, we didn't, we theaters. didn't do any bars and lounges. Yep. No, nope. we didn't cover quick service or the resorts oh. or Disneyland or Disneyland. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we'll definitely, it'll definitely be hit up again in another de. form. Part yes. yes. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, make sure you like, subscribe, and hit the notification button. Those of you who want to support the show, we appreciate you. And you can do so by donating to us on Anchor monthly for as little as 99 cents. Or you can support us by shopping our links. We've got Amazon, Disney Store, and Garden Grocer. And you can find those at diningatdisney.com. Al John, do you want to tell everybody where they can find us? Why, sure. You can check out Dining is Disney 
at our website, diningatdisney.com. You can follow all of our social media there, Twitter, Facebook. Also, we're on Instagram. So be sure to check that out as well. Follow us on every one of those platforms. Then you can also book your dream Disney vacation or universal vacation or every cruise line known to man by contacting Kristen at themeparksandcruises at gmail.com. Remember, her quotes are free and she will save you time and money. You can also follow me, Al John Go, on Instagram at Al John Go. Cat? You can find me on Instagram at catastrophe at C A T underscore A S T R O P H E. If you enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you do, check out our friends, The Disney List, featuring, of course, Chris and Aldon, uh, Skull Rock Podcast, WDW Park Hoppers, Disney Parks Podcast, and my little podcast, Eat the Pictures. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, Dining at Disney, and check out our friends, The Disney Dorks and The Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. Until next time, I have been Kat. That was Kristen and Aljon. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. Eat the Pictures is a bite-sized movie podcast. Every week we look at the ways different movies from classic horror to rom-com use food to tell stories on screen. Food unites us all. Let's explore it piece by piece on Eat the Pictures. Stay hungry.